0: Dr. Uh, Marianne, she just is amazing and um, just such a support. And the work that she's doing in step-by-step Step, um, is just been amazing because there's so much sacrifice in this work. There's so much that has been... Poured into this work. There's so much, um, you know, intent that has been put in to make sure that something can be delivered at a quality level for all of our kids and communities near and far. So I just don't want to, you know, negate the opportunity to be able to um, edify her and the work that <laughs> she does. The same person you see in these 15 minutes that is passionate about the program is the same person who assesses the kids, tutors, teaches teachers, tutors, teachers, teachers, just all this, the same person, right? It's the same love and and passion. And the thing that you mentioned at the beginning that you empower um, and, and encourage, I think is so powerful because I think it speaks to who you are as a person and that that's the part that people should connect to and that's the part that people should realize needs the sponsoring and the support to continue this work in the world so continue to do an amazing job I um, stand for you and I just you know support you as much as you know as we can
1: tuning in to our Dyslexia Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. So I bring peace to parents by helping their dyslexic children read so that we can build their self-esteem, help them unlock their genius minds, and allow them to achieve success in school and in life. So the reason for this podcast is to interview parents of dyslexic children. And we interview dyslexic adults. And I also talk from my heart. And the reason this podcast is important is we want to raise awareness of what dyslexia is so that you have knowledge because knowledge is power. And we want to let you know that you're not alone in your situation. So thanks again for tuning in. And here we go with our special guest for the day. I'm Dr. Miriam Sintron, here again to give you step two of unlocking the genius mind of your dyslexic child. So tip two, I'm going to use the letter E for enthusiasm. What excites your child? Is it building Legos, Uh, playing with trucks, balls, dolls? Does your child like to work in the kitchen with you? or barbecue outside? Does your child like to play doctor or nurse or teacher, or even like being a mom or dad? I mean, kids are always taken on different roles when they're young and they're playing, role playing. What about dancing or gymnastics? I have a student who loves to read and um, he can read pretty well, even though his comprehension struggled, now his comprehension is better. But because he could read pretty well, I was moving him into still decodable readers. But I was moving away from the decodable readers that had the pictures. And he preferred the decodable readers with the pictures because he could become animated. And when he read, looked at the pictures, he would light up and smile. And he read the words with such expression. And it made me think. Hey, he would be pretty good in the theater. He'd be good at acting. So maybe when he's in middle school and high school, he could go into the arts of acting. But he also loves baseball and he loves to be a pitcher. So you never know. His genius might take him to be the next Tim Tebow. But anyway, recognize early on what your child's interests are and nurture that in your child. Your child will excel in that area not only with the talent God has given him or her, but with your support and encouragement. So when I taught high school, I used to see the girls come to school with so much makeup. And even though I wouldn't wear that much makeup, and maybe other students would tease or ridicule those girls, what I saw was through the eyes of their talent. And I realized these are the kind of makeup artists that the movies use, or even um, the the television station, those people behind that screen use a lot of makeup. And then what about the uh, movies that have characters that use really, you know, maybe character makeup, think of planet of the apes. Someone needed to design how those characters looked and um, aliens. People have to design what those faces looked like on those people. So I would encourage those girls. Think of a career in in makeup artistry. You could even go into the movie industry and they lit up because someone wasn't criticizing them for their makeup and their use of makeup and how they like to use it. So have you ever heard of a young girl named Jillian Lynn in the 1930s? Her teachers would call her a little wiggle bottom and her mother was really concerned about her because she wasn't learning and she couldn't stay still. So her mom took her to a clinician and this doctor had Jillian be in a large room. And she, he told Jillian, I need to talk to your mom. So just wait here a minute. So that clinician turned on the music, the radio and left the room. And they looked in the window and they saw Jillian dancing. So he said, that's it. She's not stupid or dumb. She's a dancer. She needs to be moving when she learns. So Jillian worked towards dance. And at the age of 20, she performed as the lead dancer in the Royal Opera um, House Production of Sleeping Beauty. And in her 50s, when a lot of people are winding down... She was approached by the directors of two famous musicals and she became the choreographer for Cats and for Phantom of the Opera. So she passed away only two years ago, but she was 92 years old. And just think, somebody caught her talent in time. Without that person, she wouldn't have been the success she was that we remember And she has left a legacy. So that's tip two of how to help your child unlock their genius. Thank you for tuning in. Now stay tuned for tip three. Thank you for listening to this podcast in its entirety.